What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I'm going to jump right into it. There was some big news that was announced yesterday, and it's that Hunter Green is going to be in the Cincinnati Reds rotation. He's made the Reds rotation. He's going to be starting, I think, yeah, he's going to be the fourth starter. He's going to be the fourth starter. And this is big because I don't want to say it's because we just had a new CBA passed and they're not going to send him down to the minors for a service time manipulation, but maybe, you know, maybe we're going to be seeing more of this. I mean, we don't exactly know if the Reds would have done this anyway, but what matters is this guy's going to be in the big leagues. And if you aren't aware who Hunter Green is, let's do a bit of a rundown. He's a 22-year-old right-handed pitcher, 6'5", 230. The second overall pick in the 2017 MLB draft out of high school, flamethrower. He touches 103, 104. Very hard thrower, and he's an exciting prospect by every stretch. He's actually initially selected as a two-way player because he, he was a two-way guy. He could really hit in high school also, but now he's been shifted solely to the mound, and he's been really good. He had Tommy John's surgery, which wiped out his entire 2019 season, but he's returned with that same triple-digit fastball and wicked slider that made him such a coveted player as a high school player. So he currently ranks among MLB's 35 best prospects. I mean, the most bullish ranking is Keith Law. He places Hunter Green at number 12 overall. Last year, he split the season between AA and AAA for the Reds, pitching to a combined 3.30 ERA. So we're going to see Hunter Green up in the big leagues. This comes just... I mean, the news came just one day after the Pirates took some criticism for optioning their top infield prospect, O'Neill Cruz, to the minors to begin the season. That's why I thought this was big news because, okay, you know, with the new CBA in place, we're supposed to see teams incentivize to carry the best prospects to begin the season rather than hold them down in the minors. Because... Now, under this current CBA, teams can be awarded draft picks if they carry their top prospect to begin the season, and those players go on to finish well in awards voting. So if Hunter Green goes out and he, you know, he finishes well in Rookie of the Year, the Reds will get draft pick compensation for that. I think that's a really good system to have in place. So as far as O'Neill Cruz, I mean, we're definitely going to see him in the bigs this year. The reason why they sent him down, I don't exactly know. I mean, he, he played two games in the, minor, in the majors last year. Um, you know, he only had nine ABs. He did hit a home run, but to get his his true MLB debut season, we thought we would see him opening day. I don't really know the reason why Pittsburgh is keeping him down. It's not like anyone's blocking him. I mean, we'll do a, more of a deep dive on that guy when he's up. But O'Neill Cruz is a six foot seven shortstop, le- hitting from the left side. So let me just put it that way. But yeah, we're gonna see Hunter Green in the big leagues. He'll he'll be the fourth starter for the Cincinnati Reds, and if he's in the big leagues for good this season and, you know, he pitches well, he's going to accrue a full year of service time in 2022. He'll be on track to reach free agency following the 2027 season when he'd just be 28 years old. So, I mean, as things stand now, he's already on track to reach arbitration following the 2024 season. But remember, Hunter Green was the number two overall pick in the draft. I think he signed for like $7 million or something like that, 6 or $7 million already. So he's already sitting pretty. He's he's made you know good money up until this point, but that's what happened. Yeah, he signed for seven point two three million 
dollars. It was the largest bonus in the class. Now, I've said this many times. If you want to see where players truly rank after the draft, just sort the list by signing bonus. You know, oftentimes the best player doesn't go number one overall. It's going to be the most signable player. If you want to see who really the best players are, you just you sort it by signing bonus. And Hunter Green had the biggest bonus ever we've ever seen. So that is that is what we have here for 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 this guy. We're going to see him April 10th on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds. In other news, the Padres and Pirates reportedly discussed a trade for Brian Reynolds. This is an interesting one. You know, some pieces that were mentioned going back to Pittsburgh were Chris Paddock and Ryan Weathers. These are possible pieces that could have gone back. You know, this doesn't necessarily mean that a deal is near, but it was just reported that these two teams talked about it. I mean, if I'm Pittsburgh, I would keep Brian Reynolds, one of the best outfielders in the game. I mean, yes, you can get back some pieces like Paddock or Weathers, but does that really move the needle for you? I'd rather keep Brian Reynolds, honestly, and keep him. And this dude's an all-star outfielder, and he's he's still honestly not even at his prime yet. Yes, he's 27 right now, but I think he can still unlock you know, one more level. He can still get a little bit better. Very good season in 2021. I think he can build off of that, honestly. In other news, the Royals have exercised the 2023 option on Mike Matheny. So he's entering his third season as their manager. And it's interesting because the Royals are in this interesting position now where they're starting to look to contend again. Because... If they, if they want to do so, they know that Mike Matheny is a team, a guy that can lead a team to contention, but you have some top prospects who, these young guys who are now coming up, Bobby Witt Jr. will be up this year. You have other guys behind him, like Nick Prado, MJ Melendez, you know, who, who was the minor league home run champion. But then again, you have a bunch of young pitchers who are already in the big leagues, Brady Singer, Chris Bubich, Daniel Lynch, Jackson Cower. So if you give it another year or two, you'll start to see, I think you'll start to see progress with the Kansas City Royals. I mean, you, I don't think you can really judge his record. I mean, the Royals are 100 and 122, so they have a losing record under him in the couple seasons he's been there, but that's just because they haven't had much talent. But now you see this talent coming up, you know, some of these guys coming of age. I think you'll start to see kind of what happened with the Toronto Blue Jays a few years ago. That's what this team reminds me of. The Royals right now remind me of the Blue Jays around, like, Around like 2018 or so, when when Bo, Cavan, Vlad were in the minor leagues. That's kind of what what this reminds me of. And you could see very quickly how the tables might turn. So something to keep an eye on there in Kansas City. Michael Conforto is still unsigned. We were waiting for him. He's by far, in a way, the top free agent available. It was reported that apparently he suffered a shoulder injury in January, but he's healthy now, looking for a team. And he's been hitting for five weeks, and he's healthy. But will he sign before opening day? He's got a week. So time is time is of the essence at this point. The clock is ticking on him. So as I said, we are a week away from real games. That's going to do it for today, though. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.